0: The New England Patriots back in the playoff hunt with a Monday night win over the Arizona Cardinals. Justin Herbert over Tua on primetime Sunday night. AFC playoff implications coming at you right now.
1: NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite
0: breakdowns, next level analysis, and in depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL. Thanks for making us your first listen here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode of PW is presented by Simply Safe Home Security. With fast protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe 24-7. Monitoring agents capture evidence to accurately verify a threat for faster police response. There's no safe like Simply Safe. Visit simplysafe.com/slash locked on NFL to learn more. Starting with Monday night football. And I got to be honest, uh, shout out to our colleague, Alex Clancy, the host of Locked On Cardinals. If anybody uh, wants to hear that side of things, check out today's Locked On Cardinals episode if you want to hear him ripping uh, ownership, GM, coaching, uh, even the the turf, the field uh, for the Arizona Cardinals. Like everything, everything that is, could have gone wrong this year for the Cardinals has, and Alex Clancy kind of wants to fire everybody and he's kind of <laughs> in that way and he's been fired up about it. And then on top of it, you get the injury to, uh, to Kyler Murray, like just disaster season top to bottom for
1: the cards. Yeah. And, and they're not in the hunt. We know that there could be changes. It has been a disastrous season. They're very frustrated. And Colt McCoy is a fine backup, but by just watching that on TV, the injury, and they mentioned it from the booth, the Aikman or whoever saying, this might lead into next year. I mean, like, that's the worst thing you wanted to hear. I mean, at least you could, before this injury, you could have looked at things and been like, well, Kyler's going to be our quarterback for better or worse, but he's our guy. We're going to get a coach accordingly, or we're going oh, to hire Sean Payton and fix, right, Kyler right. and
0: fix everything. And then you're off and running with all your draft picks on the defensive side of the ball.
1: And, and don't right. It. And, but now it's like, well, when's he going to be back? And that's a problem. So they're in a really bad place, obviously. Huge win for the Patriots. Wasn't a, a real easy watch, but the second half belonged to New England. They outscored them 17-0 in the second half. Uh, both these teams had a real hard time converting third downs. Uh, Arizona was one of five on fourth downs. Lots of penalties, um, you know, a defensive score by New England. But that's kind of their style, you know. I mean, if you're going to muck it up and not not make things pretty, well, that plays this team as well. And they, you oh, know, yeah. Ramondre Stevenson got hurt. There were a lot of injuries in this game, too. I mean, it was pretty brutal, but New England's in a pretty decent spot now.
0: I'm not even going to be able to feel the team in the playoffs of our locked on dynasty league. <laughs> now, right. Ramondre Stevenson was my last guy to plug in there. And uh, it, it's been a bad season. Uh, for injuries there for team peacock but still in the playoffs and maybe i can put together a roster And it's dynasty so you don't want to start dropping guys that are valuable for next year but um man it's uh it's, it's a war of attrition out there in the nfl sometimes yeah. and the cardinals are definitely failing uh do you if your ownership right now you put your ownership hat on do you say ah, blame it on the injuries bad luck year let's go get them next time with all the same pieces and and retool or do you tear that thing down
1: well, Kyler's not going anywhere. We know that, but we just don't know when we'll see him again. Um, if it were me, I don't think they agree with me, but it sure seems like GM, coach, and quarterback are all tied at the hip together. But two of them you can get away from pretty easily and start over. Yeah. And that's what I would do and, and give this thing a totally different vibe. I haven't liked how this team has been built since the preseason. I mean, I remember often saying things like, this team is old, little, little. Injury prone, you know, and they all kind of go together. And, uh, you know, this time of year, traditionally under Kingsbury, they have crumbled. Um, I think some of it's because they keep bringing in these old A.J. Green, Hudson type guys, Watt, or little guys, Marquise Brown, Kyler, you know, Connor's injury prone. I mean, it's just, I don't love the way they're built.
0: It did get the, you you did start to feel like it was the Belichick versus Kingsbury and like the better coach was going to win that football game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That was kind of the vibe of the whole thing for the Patriots who, by the way, and again, for the Pats, very good at beating those bad teams. Haven't been good, beating the good teams, but it's good enough right now to get them at seven and six. And currently if the season ended, ended today, we know it does not, but if it did, it would be the new England Patriots who would have the seventh seed of that wild card in the AFC. And I'll go through the tiebreakers here real quick. We don't have to get too deep into the weeds on the tiebreakers. Real quick
1: before you do, I want to say one thing, because you mentioned it. They they lose to the good teams. They beat the bad teams. And this is the list of quarterbacks that the Patriots have defeated this year. Trubisky, Goff, before he started to get going. In New England, we know he's a lot different out, outdoors. Brissett, who Belichick drafted. Zach Wilson, twice. Ellinger and now McCoy you know and you lose to Buffalo the Vikings the Bears Packers Ravens Dolphins you know like it's pretty clear that they beat the teams they should and they lose the teams they shouldn't more or less
0: the New England Patriots would win the tiebreaker over the Los Angeles Chargers who are also seven and six more on that game in a minute from Sunday Mm -hmm. based on the best win percentage in conference games Division tiebreak was initially used to eliminate the New York Jets. New England wins the tiebreaker over the Jets based on head to head win percentage because they, as you just mentioned, beat Zach Wilson twice there. So Mm -hmm. Jets went to Mike White a little bit too late on the season to have that tiebreaker over the Patriots. So right now, even though the Pats, the Chargers, and the Jets are all seven and six, it would be the Chargers and Jets out, the Patriots in, but still have a few games to play to uh, decide this thing in the AFC and see what that that ends up looking like.
1: Right. Absolutely. I just pulled him up at Vegas, Cincy at home, Miami at home, at Buffalo. And I bet you're hoping the Bills are resting starters, but that doesn't sound likely. I don't like where New England's at all of a sudden. I didn't realize how hard their four games are.
0: <laughs> Miami's stumbling a little bit right now. They are. Uh, Chua hasn't looked like the same guy the last two weeks. You, you kind of give him a pass. okay? Was it a, a tough Niners defense that made him look bad? And then Brandon Saley came with a really good defensive plan against Tua and Herbert's throwing for what 369 yards was it against the uh, 367 yards 39 of 51 um, uh, against the Dolphins uh, on Sunday night 23 17 win for the Chargers over the Dolphins Dalton still eight and, and still eight and five. Uh, and 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 have that five seed right now in the AFC. But um, again, that's a, that's a game away. So a lot of things very close right now with that wild card in the AFC and a clear win for Justin Herbert, who people this season started to say, hey, maybe it was Tua that was the better quarterback all along.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I'm considered a bit of a Tua hater. Um, I think I'm more of a Tua doubter every step of the way. He's had a tremendous season, but I'll be honest, I've scoffed at the notion that he's, nearly the player Justin Herbert is. I mean, what Herbert has dealt with this year is remarkable. This is like one of the only games he's had Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. He still was under duress like every snap. He got sacked four times or could have got sacked seven. And he played with broken ribs or whatever that injury was for much of the year. I mean, he's a tremendous player. And that conversation to me isn't close, but it isn't a knock on Tua as much as there's maybe three quarterbacks in the league. I'd take over Herbert. You know, I my mean, night two is just not in that class. He's not an elite player where I think Herbert is. Um, we mentioned schedule a little bit, you know, things have not gone well for Miami since your Niners beat up on them. And it's somewhat of a blueprint. And now, you know, the, uh, the dolphins have to go to Buffalo next week too. I have my doubts about how well this team travels in weather, you know, can they run the ball Are they built that way? They're a Florida team. But what you're seeing and your Niners, I think, started this is a lot of the corners are banging around Hill and Waddle quite a bit. It's such a timing based passing attack. And they're lining up with outside leverage to por- push those guys in the middle of the field where they've done great damage this year. But they, they're putting so many bodies defensively in that neighborhood, especially if you have a Fred Warner, of course, that it gets really muddy really quick, and the timing routes are getting knocked off a little bit, and the offense has been disrupted. And they don't have a running game to lean on.
0: I uh, saw a former Locked On host, Ben Solak, do a breakdown uh, this Mm. morning uh, of some X's and O's there, and it was interesting watching what Brandon Staley's Chargers defense did with Tyree Kill in motion because they don't want him to get jammed at the line, so he's in motion a lot. I think he's in motion more than any wide receiver in the NFL, if I'm not mistaken. And instead of traveling in man coverage with – um with Tua with the outside corner what they did is they left the outside corner on the original side and they let the slot corner run with him oh okay because he was going to become a slot receiver so if he's going to stay outside they're going to cover him with an outside receiver if they put him in motion they actually followed him with the slot guy instead to the opposite side of the field and then playing the leverage game and and trying to take away those inside throws and and make Tua make them more difficult outside the numbers throws and you know the whole shot throws which Tua is yeah, not yeah. as good at doing because the clear talent difference there between Tua and Herbert and so uh yeah it was a it was a nice little plan for Brandon Staley so look for those guys that wanted uh Brandon Staley fired did a did a good job in this game for sure
1: yeah and now you know a rookie head coach and a young quarterback are gonna have to counter punch you know I mean that's that's the key here I mean coaching is huge late in the year everyone's going to do this to you until you can do it, you know, until you can prove otherwise. And what's the counterpunch we shall see, but now you're in Buffalo.
0: All right. We'll take a look at the rest of the AFC playoff picture here, including how the dolphins, Pats, chargers, jets, all stack up there with the bangles in that picture for the wild card, uh, how secure those division leaders are with the bills, chiefs, Ravens, and Titans, and who might be able to jump into any of those groups next. BetOnline.net is your number one source for betting information, stats, news, analysis, get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball, World Cup, They've got it all covered at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts as well, you can find those at BetOnline. You can find tons of season-long odds and interesting how some of those things have changed now into uh, the 14th week of the season for Super Bowl favorites, betting favorites, next coach-to-be-fired favorites or unfavorites in that case. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting information, and you make sure to get informed before you make your bets at BetOnline. Get over to the website today. Or use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Thanks again, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen today. For your second listen today, check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked On can provide. In fact, Matt and I do make an appearance on today's edition, the Tuesday edition of Locked On Sports today. Available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts the bills and the jets let's go check that one out and it was a 20 right. to 12 win for those buffalo bills over the jets the the jets fall to seven and six on the season as we mentioned before and in a three-way tie right now in a battle for that last wild card spot the buffalo bills now improving to 10 and three on the season
1: yeah weather was a big factor here um mike white took an absolute beating i don't know how much people saw of that but i mean he gained some respect for me in terms of toughness looks like Zonovan Knight is now the the running back to own in fantasy and this is uh, Jets backfield. I uh, see some of these young guys step up late in the year. But one trend I think we're seeing that's a little worrisome in terms of playoff caliber teams w- with white as a quarterback is a lot of yardage, not a lot of touchdowns. You know, I mean, and you see that across the league with younger quarterbacks that when the the field gets tight, it gets a little tougher for these guys and, you know, he doesn't have the biggest arm to drive it in there and, you know, not as much experience. But I have some doubts about the Bills, too. I mean, this was a great Bills pass rush and defensive play. Uh, Ed Oliver really stood out to me as just a star in the making. But I feel like this Bills offense is missing one thing. And we were talking about unlocked on Locked on Dynasty yesterday that wouldn't shock me if their first-round pick is a wide receiver. You know, like – they're kind of looking for a slot. They've been looking for a playmaker out of the backfield. I think Gabe Davis isn't as good as people think, and it feels like it's Allen Diggs and what's next, you know, in terms of the great teams.
0: I could see that, absolutely. Um, yeah. Continuing to, you know, Von Miller might not be long for his NFL career now. Maybe you're, you're trying mm-hmm. to replace him with a younger guy. They've spent a lot of resources on the defensive line, but a lot of bigger guys. And not, not so much the juice, but yeah, something, uh, a dynamic athlete on the, either side of the ball is probably mm-hmm. where the bills will go. Less beef, if I had to guess. Um, but still, a very good football team. I, yeah. yeah, Mike White was hit a lot in that game with some snow coming down, and interesting that Zonovan Knight has become the guy there. They traded for uh James Robinson and they have
1: kind of just, yeah, nobody seems to head. like him. Yeah, (laughs) three coaching staffs now haven't liked him, you know, two in Jacksonville.
0: So that's uh, and maybe just he's not sort of athletic enough, dynamic enough for what you want to do, that outside zone running game. And 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 Knight maybe gives them a little bit more of that than than Robinson does. But, um, yeah, the Jets are a tough one because. Mike White's done a nice job, but I just still think the Jets are going to be missing something, and they might end up on the outside looking in here. And then knowing that they're losing some of these, um, some of these tiebreakers too, is going yeah. to be really rough for them to get in in the AFC. And uh, I mentioned, you mentioned they North lost eight, twice to New England. Yeah, lost New twice. New England. New England, so they're going to lose that tiebreaker. The Chargers right now would win the tiebreaker over the Jets based on best win percentage in those conference
1: games. So okay. Those those games are really important, those AFC games the rest of the way. Yeah, especially because you're not going to be in the hunt for the division. You're just fighting for wild cards. And this is still a, a very successful Jet season. I didn't see 7-6 and six coming and doing battle with the Buffaloes and teams like that. Um, quarterbacks obviously going to be the offseason discussion, but they can still get in the playoffs. And it, it's been a, a positive year overall for sure.
0: I want to talk about the playoff teams first and finish that before we talk to the, about the teams who are right now, not in the playoffs, but might be able to make a push there. And one quarterback, one young quarterback uh, in Trevor Lawrence, that is really, really coming on now uh, in his second year in the NFL, but the Baltimore Ravens at nine and four and the Cincinnati Bengals at nine and four, top of the AFC North and the Ravens right now do win the tiebreaker over Cincinnati based on head to head. Did they beat him twice already? Has that happened twice?
1: Uh, That um I'm, Double checking as we okay. speak here. Since he, they played the last game of the year.
0: Okay. Oh, so that's going to be so huge. that could
1: be huge. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Week eighteen, Bengals Ravens. Okay. There's a good one because right now, if the uh, the Ravens were to win that, you know, obviously that would give them a win and also give them the the season series over over the Bengals, which mm-hmm. would solidify that tiebreaker against the Ravens. And then after. Obviously, the head to head, then it goes division, then it goes
1: conference tiebreakers for those two teams. Um, well, Baltimore is a much easier schedule before that week 18 game, but I think since he's the much better team,
0: the Cincinnati Bengals are just playing so hot right oh. now. And unfortunately for the Browns, they ran into the Bengals in this one 23 to 10 Sunday. The Bengals beat the Browns, and Watson just looks so rusty still. Like this might be a next year thing for Deshaun Watson. Like maybe we underestimated. Mm-hmm how much time he's had off. And I can't really think of a time that a quarterback had that much time off and was asked to come back and not even come back to start a season and get some preseason uh, and kind of roll into it slowly. He's asked to come in in December and, and play NFL football. And it's just not quite happening yet for Deshaun Watson, even though you see some signs, a couple throws, you're like, okay, there's kind of that guy, but uh, this might be a next year thing for Deshaun Watson in the Browns.
1: Yeah. I mean, especially at five and eight now, I mean, um, the Steelers Browns and Raiders were all five and seven coming into this week and all three lost, which basically kind of wipes them off the map in a tough conference. I think you have to look at this thing. Like we want to see a step forward every week from Watson and build some momentum for next year. You know, guys like Donovan Peoples Jones and the Joku look like those are keepers and David Bell's playing a little better. So, you know, you can see the optimism, but, Their bread and butter, the run game. I mean, Nick Chubb, fourteen carries for thirty-four yards. I mean, against a really good D, but I mean, to me, that's the biggest reason you lost was Watson's inefficiency and no running game to lean on. But the 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 Bengals are as well-rounded as any team in the league.
0: Yeah, that's, that's a bad combination for the Browns when, when you're asking Deshaun Watson to throw from behind with all the rust, throw it 42 times, and and Chubb's carrying it 40, 14 times for what, 30-something 30 yards? 34
1: still. yards, yeah. That is, yeah.
0: Uh, that is a bad combination for the Browns. You don't even have to look at the final score to know what the, uh, the outcome
1: exactly. is. Exactly, and, and since he's hard to beat, the Ravens just squeaking by your Steelers, Matt. Sixteen to fourteen.
0: Yeah. Uh, they've got injury problems at quarterback, and uh, they actually went to their third string quarterback. Didn't look as good as Brock Purdy and the Niners when they got to their third string quarterback. Uh, but still were able to win this game, sixteen fourteen. Which, like you said, probably pretty much knocks the Steelers out. Even if you, uh, even though I, I personally didn't think the Steelers were going to be right, in it right, in the right. end, they at least had a shot mathematically. It, it's rough now.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, I could talk for hours about this game, but the the nuts and bolts of it are, as you mentioned, we saw four quarterbacks in this game and Lamar didn't even start it. So Pickett got knocked out early on a brutal hit. Huntley got knocked out late with a brutal hit. Um, And the nuts and bolts of it are Trubisky threw three interceptions in a two point game and all of them were in field goal range and probably would have resulted in some kind of points. Calais Campbell blocked a field goal that probably would have resulted in some kind of points. Um, But a lot of Steeler fans have said, you know, optimistic ones are like, man, if just one of those four things don't happen, they win this game by one point. Yeah, maybe, but I thought Baltimore was the better team. I mean, Baltimore ran all over the Steelers. I mean, and they didn't even hide it. They were the more... Whoever wins this game every time they play is just whoever's more physical. And it was the Ravens. And these coaches know each other so, so well. And I mean, just a, a nugget too. Like the Steelers played like half of their snaps with only one corner on the field. I mean, just had no respect at all for the Ravens passing game, which I think is going to haunt the Ravens when they play playoff type teams. I mean, their passing game's a disaster, even with Lamar. And everyone's just focusing on Andrews and they still couldn't stop the run even with that bigger personnel.
0: That's what I was going to say. It's still the Steelers right. didn't do a great job stopping the run, which has peaked its head a couple times with the Steelers, which might be an off-season on the off-season 2D list for Pittsburgh, no.
1: There's been a couple games that have been bad. Last week against Atlanta, this one was the worst, and then next week they play Carolina who's running the ball really well too. You seem just hand it off every play.
0: Carolina fighting for uh, maybe a They're little something there with those NFC playoffs. Or yeah, I mean, and basically, uh, they're, they're probably not going to make it to the the wild card. But that that NFC South, what's going on with the South? So let's talk about the Titans and Jaguars next, and the arrival of Trevor Lawrence. Roll out the red carpet; he has arrived, and uh, the Chiefs, Broncos, as well. Next, Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. You want to say, hey, tonight or to, you know this week, I'm gonna take Patrick Mahomes to throw for more than 300 yards. Well you can find those types of games at prize picks. Prize picks is you versus the projections available. You're not building an entire roster, you're not playing against other people. You are competing against the projections available at prize picks. You pick 2 to 5 players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on that entry. Prize picks offers projections on any sport that you watch as well. Tons of NFL projections, NBA, soccer, PGA, uh college sports, nascar tennis mma boxing you name it even cricket and disc golf and esports you can find it at prize picks entries can be made in 60 seconds or less safe and fast withdrawals and it's currently operational in over 30 states and canada so download the price picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit hundred dollars price picks will give you a hundred dollars. If you deposit 50 price picks will give you 50 more to play with. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Trevor Lawrence. I got a stat for you here again. So this is two out of three weeks where he's gone big. He had, uh, he was 30 and 42 passing 368 yards in this one, three touchdowns in this Jaguars 36 to 22 win over the Titans. And this is a Titans D that has been very stingy. The Jaguars went in there and put 36 points up on them in their house. Uh, the Titans still at first place in the AFC South, but this from Mike Renner of pro football focus, um, Going back to, and this is, I thought it was going to be a stat going back to a couple weeks ago, like say last three weeks, Trevor Lawrence. No, uh, according to Mike Renner, after the surgical game yesterday from, or Sunday from Trevor Lawrence, Lawrence is now second highest graded quarterback, according to Pro Football Focus, since week nine. So going back five weeks now, all the way to week nine, second highest grade quarterback in the NFL is Trevor Lawrence. Has Trevor Lawrence officially, officially arrived, Matt?
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I've been a believer every step of the way. People were really hard on him. Um, he absolutely looks like he belongs. We've seen the stats. Great. But the film is better. And I wanted to say that about Herbert as well on that, that Sunday night or Monday night, whatever night game that was. You know, sure, the stats are wonderful. They're happy where they are on your fantasy team. But they look better and they're making those around them better, even when things are not going great with the offense. I mean, he just elevated evan ingram to no degree and you know i I, all i can think about is what about when ridley gets there you know i mean like now we're now we're really cooking i mean that could be a great combination and they're certainly building something um i have my doubts about tennessee though i mean much like the patriot conversation their wins have come against vegas indy washington indy again houston Denver Green Bay you know they lose to teams like Cincy and Philly and Kansas City like they beat the crap teams and they lose to the real good teams and I think they're sort of a fraud that way I mean they're just not a very talented team so
0: essentially they are the New England Patriots south yeah yeah same exact record
1: yep good point yeah Beating like the same teams, basically. Yeah, you
0: know. right. And, you know, a little lack of firepower on offense. Not explosive.
1: Well-coached.
0: Well-coached defense, right. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Not a contender is the bottom line.
0: Yeah, well, not a con- well, they're, they're a contender because they're going to be in the tournament. Right. Because, I mean, the Jacksonville Jaguars, still two full games behind them.
1: But they would have the tiebreaker. Could they catch them? Hmm. I don't know about that. That seems unlikely to me. The question for me with the Jags is: Could I write a story that you would believe where they're one of the top three teams in the AFC next year?
0: They're they're the AFC Lions, basically.
1: Yeah, there you go. I mean, but I'll trust Lawrence more than what the Lions have. That's not a knock on what the Lions have. I think the Lions are a really exciting team for next year. But I, if- I like the Lions' weapons. I like the Jags' quarterback. Yeah, golf yeah. is you know golf is kind of resurrecting himself. A He's little playing great. Too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lions have a no line. You know, uh, I wonder okay. if Jacksonville quickly becomes a team that free agents now want to go to. I mean, it's a wonderful city. It's south, all that stuff. But they've always kind of been like my Pittsburgh Pirates, where I'm not playing there. I'm like, if I'm a free agent, I can go anywhere yeah. else. I'm yeah, not. That's
0: why there. that you have to overpay. And and have this contract that's all dolled up and looks like it's crazy money, even though it's kind of not going to probably get there. But the Christian Kirk contract, you have to overpay to get someone to go there. Mm -hmm.
1: Maybe you don't have to now. Yeah, I mean, I would be very excited to go there. I think they have a coach. They have a quarterback. They're building a culture. And it's a pretty attractive landing spot. Some pieces on defense as well. Some pieces on defense as well. Yep, 100%. If I told you,
0: if I I came back from the future, Matt, and said, hey, guess what? The Jacksonville Jaguars made the playoffs. This year... Right now, this year, they're five and eight. They're two games behind the Jets, the Chargers, the Patriots for wild card spots, and the Titans for the AFC South. Which of those teams did they jump over? Do you, is it even um, possible? Could you write the pulling story? up the
1: schedule? They're hosting Dallas this week. They go to the Jets. They go to Houston, and then they play Tennessee in the last game of the season. Which, much like Ravens, Bengals, conceivably could des- decide the divisions. Great that they get Tennessee again because. Tennessee goes to the Chargers. They play Houston. They also play Dallas, and then they go to Jacksonville. So I kind of feel like would the Jags have to sweep that four, and Tennessee so, has to lose one or two. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Basically, the, Tennessee could win two games, and as long as Jacksonville sweeps it, they would still get in because they'd have the tie break over the Titans at nine and eight.
1: Okay. If the
0: Jacksonville it- Jaguars lose one. And they end up eight and nine on the season, then that would mean Tennessee would have to go one and three.
1: Okay. And still lose
0: to Jaguars in the last week. So, I mean, I'm probably wrong.
1: I'm probably wrong about this prediction, but I bet the Titans only have one more win when they play the Jags in week 18. And I'm betting the Jags have two more wins by then. Those teams losing,
0: yeah, that they could be playing for. Absolutely could,
1: yeah, and then they would have the head-to-head if they beat them twice. There we go, be fun, yeah. I I definitely can sell. You can sell me that, you know, fairy tale, no doubt.
0: Looking at the rest of it, it's it's unlikely that they're able to leapfrog all the other wild card teams. So it's kind of AFC South or nothing for the Jaguars. Uh, It's it's maybe I I thought I was going to say yeah, it's probably unlikely when I brought it up, but actually.
1: It might be I mean, likely
0: maybe it is somewhat possible. That'd
1: be something with the way Trevor Lawrence is playing right now. Yeah, I think they're better than Tennessee. If we're power ranking them right now, I think I'd put them over Tennessee because of the offensive firepower, you know.
0: Real quick, just a sad state of affairs for the Denver Broncos, and you know, they yeah. kind of were running into a Chiefs team that we everyone expected them to lose this game. Broncos fall to 3 and 10 on the year after a 34-28 loss to the visiting Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs are now 10 and 3. Um I don't even know what else to say about this game except for this was a good team against a bad team.
1: Yeah, and to be honest, Denver hung around much more than I expected. You know, Mahomes threw 3 picks. Um, Wilson was better than he had been, you know, three touchdowns, 247. And then he took that awful, awful hit down by the goal line. Had the big egg on his head and couldn't obviously look concussed. I don't know if he—I mean, what his, his status is—but just when things were starting to look sort of okay for Denver, then something bad goes happens. It's just not their year. And Jerry Judy exploded. That yeah, was you're good.
0: seeing frustration from the players. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. bad situation that uh,
0: they got to rectify and they got to go to the top to probably do that. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listen. Get your questions in for tomorrow's mailbag episode right here. Peacock and Williamson.